Welcome everybody. It's Monday night and this is the Mr. Destiny Show. Hope you're have a good time tonight. Hope you guys had a good day today. I don't know about you, but Mondays are always very busy here. Um, I guess for everybody, Mondays are busy. Happens to be my personal Jupiter day, and it just seems like a lot's going on uh, lately in in my life and probably in lots of yours too. Um, I have uh, come up with some really fun things to talk about tonight. I hope you enjoy it. Um, a little bit of news before we begin. Um, there is, um, we're actually working on a, a whole new website. <laughs> uh, it's funny, you know, like I keep going from one lately, from one website to the next, but uh, I moved over to this uh, web thing called WooCommerce, and it promised a lot of things, but when I actually got into it and started using it and, and spent a lot of money to get everything transferred over, it didn't meet up with its promises and it's okay it's working but it's a lot of upkeep and it's um it's just not that uh sophisticated as i had hoped so we're going to be moving again but it won't be for another month or two so nothing to worry about there will be another sale and article coming out tomorrow i've, I've written an article about parents and their children and their cards um, I've heard of some of my students actually writing, former students actually writing books. People are going to write a book about this, about the cards and of parents and children. So this is just a, a short article, and it's a two-part article. So the first part is going to just talk about, like, if your child is an ace, if your child is a king, a queen, a jack, or a nine, or whatever, what that means so that you can understand your children better. That's the whole point of it. And then the next article, which will be published in a couple of weeks, is going to have your connections with your children and how to utilize those so that you can have a better relationship with your children and you can be of more help to them uh, in their growing process because it's, uh, it's hard being a kid. <laughs> it's hard being a parent too, let's face it, but it's hard. Uh, children need as much help as they can get. And our society tends to put kids in the wrong places. We tend to uh, label them with uh, dysfunctions and so forth when really it's just their nature to be uh, different than other people. So that's coming out tomorrow. You should, you'll be getting an email if you've joined our newsletter on the front of 7thunders.com, and I'm sure you have. Uh, okay, so... Uh, tonight, to start out tonight, um, let's see if I can get to it real quick. Hold on. Do, 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 do. I'm going to play a little bit of a song for you. It's, um, it's an old song by Johnny Cash. Uh, it's going to kind of start out this uh, discussion, okay? And then we're going to get into it. But I'm just going to play like the first verse in the chorus. So listen to the words carefully. carefully carefully if you can okay here we go there once was a musical troupe a picking singing folk group they sang the mountain ballads and the folk songs of our land they were long on musical ability 
Folks thought they would go far, but political incompatibility led to their downfall. Well, the one on the right was on the left, and the one in the middle was on the right, and the one on the left was in the middle, and the guy in the rear was a Methodist. That's it. The one on the right was on the left, and the one on the left was in the middle. And it's talking about a band that was very popular and very talented, uh, but they all had different political points of view, which led to the downfall of the whole group. <laughs> so, I don't know why that song popped into my head tonight when I was thinking about this topic tonight, but uh, I thought it was uh, very appropriate for what we we're going to talk about it. So this is what we're going to talk about is like, how we as humans who are identified with our thoughts, we tend to take positions in our life. We take political positions, religious positions, and all of these positions that we take are all mental positions. They are things that we have picked up um, from wherever. I mean, there, there, it's a fact that... When we read a book, if, if we read a book about something, and a lot of people don't read as much anymore, but when we read a book, we tend to believe, we tend to believe that the fact that this book has been published means that what it's telling us is true. This is just something as a society that we believe. So if a belief, if a book that we read puts forth a very strong uh, position about religion, society, science, politics, or whatever, we tend to believe it, and we tend to take it in. And once we do believe something, then we, it, it's like, it's an unconscious process. It happens so fast and so easy that we take in new beliefs. We can take them in from other people. We can take them in from watching TV. We can take them in from books. There's lots of ways that we can take in different beliefs. But once we do, we are stuck on one small degree of the 360-degree wheel of life, which astrology represents, okay? We're stuck in one little way of looking at things, whatever that is, okay? So we have a president now, President Trump. I'll be talking about him a little more. Uh, I have looked at his cards and so forth. We, we have a president now who is considered to be the most divisive president we've ever had and if you if you notice him what he what he does is he he puts a very strong foot forward about a certain position very strong super strong i mean he goes he goes all out he tell, calls other people names and all kinds of things and he his energy has caused everybody in the country to take sides one way or the other so everybody's taking a side okay and if there's one thing that the ego in all of us loves, it's when we make enemies of other people. See, it's very interesting when you think about it, like the whole spiritual thing is about let's be one, let's have oneness. But the actual, it doesn't really play out that way in real life. The ego does not want any oneness. It, doesn't, it wants uniqueness. It wants to be unique and different from everybody else. So it wants to keep separate from everybody else. So the ego is very, very happy when we take a belief and take a position on something. Uh, 
whether it's political, whether it's about health and diet, whether it's about fitness, whether it's about religion, whether it's about sexuality, whatever. As soon as we take a position, our ego is very happy because now we have enemies. We have enemies to fight against. And that's what it thrives on. It thrives on having enemies, and, and then it joins together with other people who have take the same position to fight against the people with the opposite position or the different position. But I, I've learned from astrology that there is no one position. There is no one right position. Everybody says this is right, that's right, this is wrong, that's wrong. It's not true. It's not true. You can look at everything from, from many different points of view. And the truth, if there is a truth, it's not any one of these positions. It's something beyond that. Okay? So, you know, the news, like we, I read USA Today on my laptop when I have breakfast. Actually, it's a pad in the morning, the USA. I like it because it gives a lot of the stuff, articles I like. But they have this whole section as you scroll down the list of articles, you get into this section called opinion, opinions. So you have, you have these guys or girls or whoever who work for USA Today who are expressing their opinion, and they're always taking sides. And I'm really this, I'm very, I'm so uninterested in the position of any place. And I think it detracts from news, personally. I mean, news... If it's real news, it should be impartial. But we, I don't think we have any impartial news organizations anymore because practically everybody we know has taken positions about politics, about lots of stuff that we see in the news. So who's impartial? You know, And can we actually be impartial? So... Uh, you know, that's just a little spiel I had about what's going on, like, in our world today. People will kill each other over their positions, and they'll feel justified in doing it. Like they say, like Eckhart Tolle says in his book, that if you're a non-believer, which means you don't believe in someone else's position, they'll kill you. They'll basically kill you. And like 100 million people died in the last century, 100 million people were killed over positions, people taking positions. And it's happening every day now. And it's getting more and more blatant in society today. It's getting more and more obvious. It's getting more and more dramatic, more and more intense. Because we have a president who is so uh, separating in everything he does. He's making, he's pushing everybody to take a side. Okay, so there's that. So the next thing, I'm going to talk about Trump a little bit because he's under this thing about being impeached. So I'm going to talk about his cards, and I have another topic, a little short topic after that. But um, so when, you, when we read the news, all we see in the news, when we, especially when it's political figures or it's, uh, celebrities, we see a small portion of what is really going on. Like, we don't really know. Uh, we think we know. The news leads us to believe even that it knows and that it's reporting the whole story. But I'm telling you, I, I just know 
and I can just feel it when I'm watching the news and so forth, that we're only getting a small portion of really what's going on. Like, for example, I'll give you one quick example. I know that Donald Trump is extremely intelligent. Okay, he's very, very smart. Ace of Spades, that's his ruling card. It's one of the smartest cards in the deck. He knows, there's no doubt that he is, uh, he is completely aware of global warming and its effects. There's nothing, there's no way anybody could convince me that he actually believes that there's no global warming, even though he says that. So he's saying that to everybody. And that's what the news says. And we hear him like he's, he's taking a stand against, against people who are trying to change the planet to stop global warming. He's taking stands against it. So I really believe in the cards. And I, I, I mean, I, I've just, they've just proven to themselves to me so many times. So I know that he knows. So that just leaves one answer, like why would he be doing what he's doing? And that would be to please special interest groups. Okay. I mean, we know that the coal, the whole coal mining uh, thing, they have him basically in their pocket. And he's done lots of things to keep the coal thing alive. Um, and he's, done, he's doing more and more to kind of take away from the whole move, movement towards green and green technologies. And he's, you know, denying all this stuff. So, you know, he's doing all this, but he's doing it because there's special interests involved. And if anything is true about our government today, it's that it's rampant with special interests. So it's very, very difficult to really read the, watch the news without realizing that we don't really know the real motives of people in the news. We don't really know what they're really up to. I mean, we, we can see them struggling or not, you know. So um, that leads me to Trump's cards. Now, I've already discussed that uh, in a previous show, some of you may not have heard, I think it was actually the first show, the first uh, one, which is now available on the podcast. I forgot to tell you about the podcast. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, uh, I discussed how I think Trump's going to lose the election next year. Well, the cards just don't look good for him next year. Um, so uh, he's in a pinnacle year. I think it's Ace of Spades is in a pinnacle year. And um, that alone uh, is a very strong indicator that he's going to step down. Because the pinnacle year, if you're already at the high point in the pinnacle year, when a pinnacle year comes about you, you're probably going to switch off of that. And if you haven't reached the top yet, you'll move up to the top. I think I, you guys have heard the story that I've told about when George Bush Sr., was running his for his second term against Clinton, Bill Clinton. They were both in the pinnacle year. Okay, what was the difference? Bush was already there. Clinton was not there yet. So the, the pinnacle year, which uh, occurs at different ages for each person, it's discussed in my book, uh, The Cards of Your Destiny. The pinnacle year, the, the real main story of that year is it's a big change year. Things, it's a big change for anybody, some kind of huge change um, because it has the Ace of Spades as a Pluto, underlying Pluto card. So, you know, based on that and the fact that he has nines, long range and so forth, I don't think Donald's going to win next year. However, this year, he's in a very, very powerful position. He's in a very, very powerful place right now. 
he's displacing the six of clubs right this year okay and he's in his mars period and he has really good mars cards and when you displace the six of clubs you have the king of spades and saturn and you also have three periods your mars jupiter and saturn periods all in the crown line okay the crown line is this place of success and a raising up of your reputation so uh, I looked at that, and I looked at his um, other two spreads, his ruling card, which is the Ace of Spades, and his Decanate ruler, which is, um, wait a minute, the Nine of Clubs, actually. He's got a Queen of Diamonds and Ten of Diamonds in Mars in the Nine of Clubs spread, he, and he's displacing the King of Diamonds in that spread. So the King of Diamonds, what's unique about that is that when you displace the King of Diamonds, uh, you always have, as Saturn, you have the Eight of Clubs because the Eight of Clubs is one of those fixed cards, never moves, and it happens to be the Saturn card of the King of Diamonds. And that Eight of Clubs and Saturn is why King of Diamonds people can just push their way through stuff and just ignore stuff and just get through stuff. Uh, you know, if you've known any King of Diamonds, you'll know what I'm talking about. They have this ability to number one, they have a blind eye. They have one eye showing, one's basically not showing. They can close one eye, and that eight of clubs in Saturn gives them the ability to just go after something they want, after a goal, and not be dissuaded by anything that happens. So it's a, a really pretty good success card to have King of Diamonds displacement, regardless of whatever else you have. So basically what I'm telling you is that for this year, until next June, when his birthday is, He's got really good cards. So this impeachment thing, I don't think that's going to get him, in case some of you are wondering if he's going to get impeached. You know, Bill Clinton was impeached, tried to be impeached. Andrew Johnson, the, the president after Lincoln, was went through the impeachment process. Neither one of them actually got impeached because to be impeached, you have to have, it has to be approved in both houses, the House and the Sen Senate. And it always fails because no, every time it happens, one party owns one of the houses. And right now the Republicans own one of the houses. And so it's probably not going to get past them. But it'll make a lot of news, just makes Trump more special in his own eyes, gives him more reputation, more power. And he's going to think, I think, he's going to think he's on the top of the world. By the way, when you displace the Six of Clubs, you have the King of Spades in Saturn. Okay, that's another just just amazing card. Like, I just don't see he can be touched. I'll be really shocked if anything bad happens to him throughout this entire impeachment process with these cards that he has this year. However, next year, it's going to be, I think, a real different story. And we're going to see some, I don't know how it's going to play out yet. I don't know who's going to be the players that are going to end up, show, I haven't taken a look myself yet, that I don't, I wait till the thing gets thinned down a little bit. The Democratic field is so big now. Uh, and who knows, maybe even a Republican will come forward and challenge Trump. I, I doubt it, but anything's possible at this point. Okay, so that's the thing. Uh, that's my little spiel about our president, who is such a symbol of divisiveness and how we all participate in this. I mean, just take a look at yourself. Look at your own uh, positions. What positions are you taking? 
Are you like a Trump hater or Trump lover? Are you like a, are you a Democrat? Are you Republican? If you are, you're, you're creating enemies and you have to fight. Okay. It's not like you can't, it's nothing wrong with it, except you're just going to spend a lot of time fighting. That's how, that's how it works. Okay. So, um, on my very first show, I talked a little bit about um, uh, R. Kelly and uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and I didn't look at their cards at that time. It might have been interesting if I had because uh, Jeffrey Epstein has ended up killing himself uh, in, in prison. At least we think he did. We're not really sure. That's what we think. But... Um, I did point out that both of them had ruling cards that were hearts, and then one of them's a two hearts and one's a three hearts. And, you know, it was a theory of mine before I even looked up their cards that anybody who's really attracted to really young kids would be, or younger people would be a heart, you know. And, I mean, this is not like the, uh, uh, the healthiest expression of that energy, of course, but it turned out they both have heart rulers. Okay, and they're the low hearts, two hearts and three hearts, which means, you know, I think that has something to do with it too. So um, Epstein is dead now. Uh, R. Kelly's in, in prison. And I saw him on an interview on TV, and he's like a big baby. He just like throws tantrums, and that's a heart thing. So he acts like a heart in many ways, even though he's a six of spades uh, with a three of hearts ruling card. And let's see, uh, his... Decanate ruler is a ten of clubs. So he's this guy is super, super successful. He has had a charmed life. I mean, he has had everything he's wanted for so long. Okay. And now he's in jail and he's got like twenty or thirty women uh you know, with cases against him and so forth. And he's in prison and he's I just read today he's trying to He's trying to get out of prison saying that his health is going downhill and, you know, people are just kind of laughing about it because we, they know he just wants to get out of prison and get back to his lifestyle. So I was looking at his cards and he's in his Uranus period right now. And um, so I wanted to kind of look at uh, what was coming up in the following year because I think it'll be after his birthday that these trials begin to... Uh, take place. So he's displacing the King of Diamonds next year, just like Trump is this year. So he has the Ace, the Eight of Clubs in Saturn next year, which is good. This is good for him. However, his long-range card is a Knight of Diamonds, and his Mars cards are horrible in all three of his spreads. He's got a Seven of Clubs, a Five of Diamonds, a Nine of Clubs, He's got a ten of clubs there, which is good, but the nine of clubs is not. And he's got a three of clubs and a seven of hearts. So it doesn't look good for him uh, as far as legal matters go, even though his Saturn cards are all good. He's got an eight and two fours. So um, let's see. And I saw one other thing. Let's see. Nine of diamonds. Let's see. His ruling card is displacing the six of spades. That's his birth card. So that means, it's a long story, but that means that his, his ruling card is also his environment card this year, three of hearts. Um, so I, I just think legally things look really bad, but something good could happen because the Saturn period is so good, which is next August and September. So we'll just have to see.
I mean, his long-range cards are actually pretty good, uh, except the nine of diamonds and the three of spades. So it, we'll have to see. We'll have to see um, what's going on. But it, it's this is an instance when, like in Trump's situation, the cards were pretty clear. They were pretty consistent, saying in one direction for this year and for next year. In R. Kelly's case, the legal cards definitely look bad, but there may be something that happens after that that things get better for him. So, and you know, I guess it depends a lot on how when the timing of these things. I don't really know when these uh, trials are going to come to um, when they're going to happen exactly. I'm just guessing it's going to be after his birthday, and I'm pretty sure that most of it will happen after his birthday. Okay, so um, you guys are used to going to my website, and uh, after the show, you can listen to the recording of the show. I put them up there like the next day or even sometimes even the same night of, of the show. But now I've mo I'm moving everything over to a podcast. It's still free. It's still free. Um, some of you might have seen the announcement for it. Once I get all the past shows up there, uh, I will send out an email blast and you'll have a link to go. But it's basically going to be on several. Um, it's actually going to be on uh, this one called Anchor.fm, Anchor.fm. So if you go to Anchor.fm and just look for Robert Lee Camp, you'll find it. But it's also going to be on, it's already on Google, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public. Okay, so um, it's on five of them now, and there will probably be others to by the time I get around to finishing it up. But all the replays are going to be there. And it's free. You won't have to pay for anything. It's just like it is now. It's just going to be in a different platform and available in different ways, probably easier in a lot of ways to listen on your phone or your mobile device or whatever like that. So wait for the announcement. It will be coming out soon. But I may not be putting this show up to listen to after the fact until I get it up on – and I'll put a, a link – to it on the website on the page okay okay so um, that is um, that's that's my presentation for this evening I hope that's been entertaining we're going to take a short break right now I'm going to put this into what's called Q&A mode so so Q&A if you would like to ask me a question about your own life cards whatever or if you want to share something you can raise your hand. You, if you're on a phone, you hit star six and then the number one. If you're on the app, you, there should be a raise your hand button that has appeared somewhere on the app. And you can click on that and I'll see that you uh, would like to uh, share or ask a question. Okay? So we're going to have a, just a short little music thing here and then I'll be right back with... Uh, in the second half of the show. Be right back.
Well, that was quick and easy. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we're going to start out with Keith, who is, uh, those of you who don't know Keith, um, he's an active member on our secret Facebook group. <laughs> hey, Keith. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening, Robert. How are you doing, um, Keith? So I just had a quick question here. Um, so you were referencing that Donald Trump has the King of Diamonds in Pluto this year, correct? No, I did not say that. I said he's no. displacing the King of Diamonds. Uh, wait a minute. Let me go back. I don't. I don't think I mentioned his Pluto card. Actually, he does have a King of Diamonds Pluto though. I, okay. I don't remember. I don't remember mentioning it, but he does have it for sure. Okay. Well, you ref and you also reference the sixes. Uh, clubs there. Displacement, Six of clubs right? displacement, yes. Mm -hmm. So when you're evaluating that, are you looking at, <clears throat> were you referring to the Six of Clubs and a card that is in the spread of the Six of Clubs? Yeah, you know, if you look at the life spread of the Six of Clubs, uh, it has the uh, Six of Spades in Mercury, Queen of Hearts in Venus, and then it has right. Ten of Clubs in Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. It has Ten of Clubs, Eight of Diamonds, and King of Spades. And they're all in the crown line. Right. So when any year that we displace the six of clubs, we're up in the crown line. We have cards in the crown line for three periods in a row, and underlying them is a ten of clubs, eight of diamonds, uh, okay. and then we have the king of spades, which is the direct card of the Saturn period every single time. Trump has a king of spades and an eight of spades in Saturn. Right. It's like it's phenomenal for him. You, know. you only do this when you're looking at the displacement card, where you're looking at the spread of the displacement card. You're just well, you know, not there's there's not a lot of some displacement cards are just way more significant than others, and six of clubs is one of those that's very significant. Okay. You okay. know, I mean, a six of spades displacement is significant too, because you know a lot of those cards that are down there in the Neptune line of the grand solar spread, if you're displacing them, you're going to have two or three periods in the crown line. But the Six of Clubs, it has the crown line, but it also has those great cards, you know, in there. So it has the, the Ten of Clubs, Eight of Diamonds, the King of Spades, you know. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was my question. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's great to have you, Keith. You just popped right in there. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, you know, we have this group on Facebook. Keith helps. Keith basically runs it. You know, I, I, I chime in from time to time. Um, it's very active. People are asking questions and sharing about the cards and astrology. If you're not uh, a member yet, you can uh, friend me on Facebook, and I can invite you. I can't invite you unless you're my friend for some reason. I don't know why. I wasn't able to invite anybody unless they were my friend. So friend Robert Lee Camp and ask me to invite you, and I'll invite you to the group. Okay. Thanks, Keith. Have a great night. All right. Thank you, Robert. Bye. Okay, next up is area code 603. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Hello. Yeah, hello. Hi. This is Marcia. Hi. Hi, Marcia. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. good. So what I have I... a couple of, yeah, I have yeah, a couple of questions. Sure. Um, I'm in the car, so hopefully I will be able to be heard, okay. have good reception. Um, in one of your books... I've been looking for it. You talked about when 
maybe a vertical and a uh, when the two cards like one is a five and one is a six or one's a three and one's a four right um, how, do you, how do you justify having you know two cards that are sort of opposite uh, in the same um, in the same uh, yeah same period same thing same, same spread yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well I mean you have to you have to take it on a person by person basis because it's there's a lot of factors right like you might know somebody that's one of those cards for example you know so you'll have a five and a six well a five means a trip a six means no trip right but generally speaking but maybe that five is somebody you know and it's not a trip at all you see what I'm saying so it's really hard to answer that like it's rare it's rare that I see those together when it doesn't um, have a, a, an explanation you understand yeah but you know I have seen people who had fives and sixes who planned a trip and it never happened <laughs> right yeah. or, or you could say like it's even though the six even though the six uh, and the fives both those sixes have a lot of meanings I don't know if you're aware but the number six has a lot of different ways to be interpreted and it's just on the very most mundane level that it can mean oh you don't you don't really go on any trips you know what I mean uh, but it has so many other meanings like you could have a five of diamonds a business trip with a six and you could discover something on that on that business trip that that was like a change your life direction you know because sixes are so strong about destiny and faith unfolding you follow what I'm saying yeah yeah my my daughter who is a seven of diamonds she's I think she's 27 now her and I, I might have this backwards I don't have anything in front of me because I've been a car but like her um, her life spread I think she had a five in Pluto and a, a six in something and then for this year they're swapped so she has a five in her life spread Pluto but this she has a six and then she has a six in her um, I don't know if it was a result I can't remember exactly what it was but this year it's, it's opposite so I just yeah. thought that was kind of interesting so, I yeah. mean, it's got to be something really to be dealing with this year if she's if she's uh, having a well, five and six if they're, the same, if they're the same exact cards it might be something big but if they're different suits than in her life spread it, it may not be that significant at all it could be some something completely in a different topic you know what I mean yeah yeah okay yeah so yeah you know, that makes sense we always have to kind of um, like in any reading I do for somebody with the cards I have to know a little bit about their their circumstances because without knowing their circumstances I really can't put together what these cards are trying to say I need to know like what is the uh, what what is going on around them what their plans are whatever before I can really make an intelligent guess about what the cards mean yep, yep, yeah that makes sense yeah um, so I have I have one other question this is about her again sure um, she's a Leo seven of diamonds Mm -hmm. And she she has a friend who is a uh, May thirty first ninety two. She's a Ace of Clubs. Yeah. And I forgot what her 
think hard it is. I think queen of clubs. Yeah. And they're moving in together. They're, they're friends. Yeah. And, you know, there's issues before they even move in. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, they're obviously, um, they're, bo- they're both fixed cards. And yeah. I was just wondering, in general, like, they have a lot of uh, Pluto dynamics. Um, they have a, a Mars dynamic. I can't remember which direction they go right now. But do you have any suggestions sort of in general about, you know, how do two fixed people live together as roommates? Um, you know, what do they have to do to kind of get through all that fixedness and the, the many Pluto dynamics? Do you have any, and I know it's uh, kind of well, a general question. Well, well, you know, actually, actually, the Seven of Diamonds is a Neptune card of the Ace of the uh, Ace of Clubs, isn't it? Pretty sure. Is the what? It's their Neptune card. Yeah. So the Ace of Clubs has as its Neptune card the Seven of Diamonds. You follow me? Ah, uh, okay. Neptune, Neptune makes everything okay. You know, it tends to. Uh, cast a favorable light on things so that there's not so much conflict. You understand? Okay. Yeah. I'm, my my youngest, my oldest son is a seven of diamonds. Uh, he is in a relationship with an ace of clubs. <laughs> okay. And they, and they get along fabulously. Okay. Um, I am not telling uh, Well, he, it turns out that because of his decanate ruling card, he's Neptune to her twice. So they just never fight about anything. And even though they're fixed, uh, it, it's like a miracle when I see them. I, I, can't, I can't quite explain it. But, but it was interesting to see that that's possible, you know, because I never would have guessed. I never would have guessed that that would have happened, like that he would yeah. meet somebody that, I mean, you know that if you're Neptune to somebody, especially in the life spread, you just adore them, usually. Right. You know? Right. Uh, There's that and, illusion around that. And there can be an illusion. But Neptune is also known to create the most long-lasting love affairs. Long-lasting. Like they span lifetimes. You understand? Uh-huh. Nep- yeah, yeah. Uh, a Neptune love can span lifetimes. So, um, you know, well, so yeah, I, I think they're going to be okay because your daughter's she's being worshipped by the other girl to a certain extent. But your daughter's also uh, Uranus to her because the, the, the Seven of Diamonds is Uranus to the Queen of Clubs. So your daughter will do things that will upset the other girl uh, because she's unpredictable from her point of view. But, yeah. but that's not your daughter's problem. <laughs> the other girl's problem. Yeah, right, but, right. Yeah, it's um, already. I guess the, you know the other girl um, irritates my daughter because she has so many ideas, but she doesn't follow through. And I uh-huh. thought, well, that's pretty fascinating, considering that this other young lady is an ace. You know, an ace of clubs. Yeah, you know? aces, man. They're like they're getting ideas on stuff to do all the time. They're just a constant funnel for yeah. you know the yeah. universe wants yeah. to get shit done through them. You know. So, yeah. yeah, my daughter's yeah. like, you know, I can do this, and her friend's like, she just thinks, ah, it's just another idea. She's not going to follow through, and that annoys. <laughs> yeah, and, and probably 
She's probably right most of the time, too, when she says that, right? So. Yeah. Okay, thank right, you for well, sharing, Marsha. Good talking to you. Yeah, Have yeah a great thank day. you. You're welcome. Okay, uh, somebody's calling from the 662 area code. Who am I speaking to? Hi, hello. Hello, I'm here. Hi, I am uh, Mika. I'm an 11-12-75-8 of clubs. And I um, actually have several really close friends that are also eight of clubs, and I meet a lot of them um, in various counseling work that I do or helping people look up their own cards or energy work. And we all seem to have this same um, struggle with moving a lot and not really having the exact life that we want at this point. Huh, Interesting. So you find yourself moving a lot, all of you guys? Um, is that yes. what you're saying? Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them is a Virgo. She doesn't move a lot. She, and she also has a six of um, club ruler, so uh-huh. she's six pretty of, stable of, in six, terms of... Six of diamonds, actually, yeah. Six of diamonds, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's I the mean, more, most stable of the eight of clubs that I know, but well, I know a lot of them. Usually... Usually, eight of cups don't like changes like that. They're not. They're usually a little bit resistant to that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they're fixed, so they like they get an idea about how things are or should be, and they just kind of go along with it. And usually, that's what that's their story. You know. And I, I've oh. told stories about some extreme examples of eight of clubs that just when a change had to happen, they just did not cooperate. <laughs> they just said, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that, you know, and just set their foot down and said, that's it, I'm not going to do it. So, you know, it's always hard for any of the three fixed cards, and that's the Jack of Hearts, the King of Spades, and the, Jack, and the Eight of Clubs. And honestly, the semi-fixed cards have similar problems, like... They're fixed too. They're just they're they may not be as fixed as the three fixed cards, but they're very stubborn. And they do not change like they don't change on a dime, you know, they don't just like change directions. You know, they're usually very reliable. You can count on them, you know. And uh so but but every eight of clubs and every other fixed card, eventually they're going to have a year or two where they just, the whole thing is shot to hell, you know? Uh-huh. And they just got to let go because the universe is demanding that they change, you see. It, it's going to happen eventually to all eight of clubs. So, but, it's, but, it, but your life, actually, when you look back over it, Later, you'll say, wow, we, I didn't really change that much, you know. That'll be the real truth of it, is that it wasn't that much. I mean, I'm guessing that that's going to be true, okay? Yeah, got it. But, you know, um, sometimes these changes come through relationships, you know. Uh, you meet somebody, they have a profound effect on your life, and now you're off in a whole different direction that you never expected you would be in. That can happen. So that's interesting because I've been meeting lots of ten of clubs this year. Uh huh. Which yeah. is new for me, and so I'm wondering if they are supposed to be 
teaching me something that I've been resistant to. Yeah, yeah. Well, whenever I meet a, a card, I always think about, like, is there a message in me meeting this particular card, you know? And there often there is. Like, like if it's a five person, it's like, oh, maybe I need to be traveling more. Or maybe I need to move, you know, something like that. So I always pay attention to who's showing up in my life because I feel like there's no accidents, right? The, they're, they're there for a reason, for some kind of reason in my life. They're, they're showing up to show me something. So I pay attention. Usually, <laughs> not always, but usually. Usually. <laughs> yeah, I try. Got it. Know. Yeah. Is that helpful? Yeah, helpful. Thank okay. you for your time. I, I, I know, uh, you know, you're a queen of diamonds also, which is my card. I am. I am. You know, so you're the eight of clubs that's also a queen of diamonds. So you're, you're, you are your own Pluto card, you know. It's kind of cool. You get to transform. It is what it makes you. Get, you get to transform yourself. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That's a very unique situation. <laughs> yeah. Self-transformation. Uh, yeah, uh, we have friends. We have a couple of friends of your birthday, and, uh, you know, sometimes they're really uh, very successful. It just depends. They're, you know, karma is always different for each person. You never know, but I've seen some that are very successful. Oh, wow. Well, thanks okay, for being well, on the call tonight. Enough. Great talking well, to you. Well, thank you for having the call. I appreciate your time. Where is 662 area code? I've never heard of that one before. Where is that? 662 is actually Mississippi, but I live right now in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> got a good friend down there by Ocean Springs. Uh, and uh, we go down, we've been down there quite a bit. We like that area. It's kind of fun. Well, thanks for being oh, on the yeah, call. It's a blast. Great for a club who likes to party. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks. Pretty much, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Who is JP? JP. Hi. Hi, JP. How are you, Robert? Thank you. I recently got your books, and I'm, I'm studying. I'm new to this. But um, I want to find out more about the displacement card. Okay. So the book tells you what your displacement is every year, right? You got that far? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. You, you haven't had enough time probably to read about karma cards. Um. I would be surprised if you've actually read about them just quite yet. But... The displacement card ends up being a card that we have to give, we have to pay attention to, we have to give to that card. You understand? Like whatever that card is asking of us, we have to be willing to give it. Okay. Does that make any sense? So it's a card to... Um, so for example, for, I'll give you an example. Let's say your displacement card for this year is a five of spades, okay? Right. And five of spades usually means move, change of house, change of lifestyle. It's a, it's a significant change of some kind, mm -hmm. all right? Yeah. So if you have a five of spades displacement card, it's telling you that you need to change. You just need to change. 
And 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 usually because you have that card, it means that you have been ignoring that. Okay. Okay. Usually when we get that displacement card, it's something that we don't want to do when we start the year. We don't want to do it, but we need to do it. Mm. Okay. So sometimes it's a person. If it's a person you know, you have to give to them. You, you may not want to give to them. You may not feel like you should or that you, know, you want to, but that's what the energy is calling for in that particular time period. When you say give, you mean yield or literally? Yeah, I mean like look at things from their point of view. Okay. Yeah, and sometimes that means going their direction, like going their way, like letting them have their way. But their point, like I was talking earlier about positions, right, and points of view and everything. When you, when somebody is your displacement card, you kind of have to give in to them. If you don't, it always causes lots of problems. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you'll find that you're just fighting with them a lot. Uh, and then, what if I am my own displacement card, like seven of diamonds? <clears throat> What are you asking? I'm not sure what you're asking. I am my own displacement card. Like I'm a seven of diamonds and I have seven of diamonds. That only, that only happens at age 45. Are you 45? No, actually 54. Yeah, you're not your own displacement card. What's your birthday? 1965. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, see, you're one of the special family of cards. You're one of the seven cards, the fixed and semi-fixed cards. That's, it's, it's entirely different for you. You understand? Like, you don't have an environment in displacement cards. You don't really have them. Okay? Are you listening? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you don't have those cards. Because your card never... It's a long story, but your card is, is, doesn't move. It doesn't move around the deck like the other cards do. So even though it might list them there, you don't actually have one. So you can just forget about those cards. They're not important to you. Huh. And yeah. You, I don't know how you... How did you find out that they, you did have that card as a displacement? My book doesn't list them as displacement cards. Oh, I checked another website online? Yeah, yeah. Another website that doesn't really know what they're doing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There, you, you don't have a displacement card and you don't have an environment card. Okay? Okay, so I just be I, my... I, yeah, I, I can explain that. I could explain that to you, but it would take an hour to explain it. <laughs> it would take a long time. Okay. Because you'd have to understand more about how the system works. If you get my book, uh, Exploring the Little Book of the Seven Thunders, if you get that book, it will explain all of that to you and a lot more. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the book that, has, that explains how the entire system works from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Have a nice evening. You too, Robert. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. Who am I speaking to from area code 206? Hi, Robert. It's Tonya. Hi, Tonya. Is this uh, Tonya who? Rockwell? 
No, Tonya Michelle. Oh, okay, because I know a person We haven't Tonya. spoke before. Okay, good. I, I was gifted your book or somehow um, got it back in 1992, something like that. Uh-huh. And you know what? It is one of my most favorite books. I have so many notations in it. Like the binder is totally ripped from the um, the cover. <laughs> it's like, and <laughs> pages are falling out because I've, I've, I've used it so much. Yeah, and well, I, that's a compliment. I appreciate hearing that. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And so I've wanted to reach out to you for some time. In December, I did a 10-day silent retreat. Uh-huh. And I, I asked my creator and, and my guides, I said, you know, what is it that I am supposed to be doing? I feel like I've really been following my heart, my soul path, and, and all of this. And I found myself looking at your book and all these notes, and I'm going, my God, like this has been such a gift for me all these years. It's where I go to. Uh-huh. And then for the first time, I did my, um, I did three charts the spiritual spread, the life path spread, the spiritual path spread, and the circle of, magic circle of life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like so much came together for me. It was so amazing. And I, I just, I'm curious what you might have for me in terms of my birth date. And I just, I feel like I'm meant to bring this stuff forward. Um, sure. And I have sure. been. Yeah. In, a, in I, a real valid way. So what is your birthday? 2-16-1970. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you're an Aquarian, first of all. And Aquarians, Aquarius is the sign that rules astrology and the mystic sciences. Okay, so yeah. it's, a, it's natural for you to yeah to do things in this area. Okay, uh-huh. it just comes uh-huh. just comes naturally to you. And yeah, they've been gifted to me. Like I'll ask the universe, and it gives me it gives me the signs to deal with this stuff. And yeah. like it, they. It's so in such validating ways, like I'll, I want the universe to bring it to me and show me that it's meant to be and it does it. Like I had uh-huh. a friend bring me, bring me a heart, which is my, I do heart and soul and it's got like this little circle on it, which is my logo on this heart and some Melkite and that's what I said I wanted and mm-hmm. it's just really interesting. So Yeah, well, you know, when we, when we are like, you know, it's kind of like the book, The Secret, you know, when we have a heartfelt desire that's true and real and we put it out to the universe, usually we get that. We get those things, you know, they come to us. It responds. The only time we don't get them is when we become so attached and afraid about not getting it or something like that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you as a nine of diamonds, ruling card, um, birth card, said uh, you have a gift for promotion. It's ruling card and my birth card. They're both. Uh, well, you're you know, a nine of son, diamonds. You're, is, you're a nine of diamonds. and a two diamonds with a two diamonds. You're a, I, yeah, I have you're, a nine of diamonds. You're a nine of diamonds and a four of yeah. diamonds. Mm-hmm. So 
you should be, I would imagine that you would be successful if you did this, you know, whatever yeah. you do. Because you have good business sense and you're really good at promoting things that you believe in. Yeah. You understand? So I, I, I would encourage you to go for it, personally. Well, I, I think I need to set up a session with you and just kind of get clear on a few things. Oh, okay. Well, if you have some questions, I might be able to help you. Sure. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to absolutely. move forward. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, sure. I, that's, that's what I do. So anytime you're ready, just let me know. Be fine. And that's beautiful. Okay, then. You're, you're in a very good year. You're displacing the four clubs this year. That's a very blessed year. Okay. I like it. Thank you. The four clubs is in the Jupiter column of the Grand Solar Spread, so it's a wish-fulfilling year. A wish-fulfilling year. That's right. All right, then. I will put yeah. the wishes out. I will put yeah, the wishes yeah. out. Well, you've already, you've already put them out, I think. I think you know what uh -huh. you want. And you've, exactly. already got, you've already gotten some of them have already come true, I'm sure. They are. Yeah. Okay. That's how it works Beautiful. in that. Four, four clubs is a magical year uh, because it's ruled by Jupiter. Nice. Even though it may not be a Jupiter year, if it was, you know, it may or may not be a Jupiter year. It's not a Jupiter year for you. It's a Mercury year. But the four clubs is always Jupiter. So you get the benefit of that. So okay. it's great. Okay. All right. Well, great having you on the show. Thank you for sharing. Oh, awesome to talk to you. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. We have somebody from the 406 area code. Who am I speaking with? Um, this is Shannon Nygaard, Robert. Can oh, you hi, Shannon. Okay? I remember you, Shannon. How are you? Good, good. How are you, Robert? I'm good. Things are good. Good. Um, okay, my question is, this year, uh, my birthday is 213.53, and this year is my pinnacle year. And it's been an amazing year because I built a house. It all went well. I moved in. And then uh, I'm now with the love of my life, and he's an ace of clubs, and he's in his pinnacle year this year. So he has an ace of spades as a Pluto uh, card. And so his life is a huge transition with a huge uh, sort of uh, difficult divorce going on. So uh -huh. as, yeah. And he's a three of diamonds also, which is my karma card. So he's, I'm kind of wondering... Uh, because he's my karma card that, like you explained before, that I, you know, the person that's your karma card, you owe them. So it's like I'm really helping him a lot. I mean, he's spending a lot of time with me and, and right. he's going through this terrible divorce. So is there anything that you can comment about two people in a pinnacle year uh, with a fixed sign or anything like that or what, well, what um, I, I, you know, I'm a queen of diamonds like you, and I'm the same age as you. I'm born the same year, and we have we have the same yes. cards in our birth cards for this year. We have the four spades, yes. four of hearts, Pluto, and four spades result. So, our pinnacle year this year is about a lot about home and family. You know, 
which right. is interesting because right. my, my first pinnacle was all about career, you know, completely about uh-huh. career. And now right. there's like right. careers somewhere in the background, you know. It's not, right. not a big, it's not, yeah, a huge, feel, not a topic. Yeah, I, I feel the same. And you have a baby, you know, that's, yeah. that's huge for family. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of um, activity around where we're living, the house, I'm doing all kinds of work on the house and this and that and then having a family. Yeah, it's huge, you know, and it's changing me. It's changing me. I don't know what it's changing right. me into, but it's changing me. <laughs> so right. you have the same thing, but it's not going to be exactly the same. It's going to be kind of according to your situation. So it uh, sounds like he's a big part of it for you. Yeah. He's yeah, he's a big part of it. He's someone I dated 30 years ago, and the timing just didn't work out. But now I've you know I have a beautiful house, and he's there, and so it's when uh-huh. I think about something big happening. I mean, those are two pretty big things that uh, for me. Yeah. Now you know I've known people of that birthday, and um, we always got along good, um, but there was this subtle. Uh, I have to give to them uh, kind of an energy there. You know what I mean? Right. From the karma card perspective. Right. Well, that that doesn't surprise me, and I I really I don't have a problem with it because he's so nice to me. You know. Yeah. Well, you know. Nice. Yeah. It it it's. I think I think as long as you're happy with it, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, right? Right. Right. But um. And, so. You're probably fulfilling some kind of a karmic obligation that you know we don't you don't really know when or what, but it's you're just going yeah, along yeah, with it. Right. You're just going along with it. It's working out fine, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He treats me like a queen. So oh well, that's, nice. that's nice. Every every man should treat his woman like a queen. I think. Yeah. You know that's how you keep them happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's in the pinnacle, so you're both going this big change, and hopefully hopefully it'll all work out, you know. Hopefully, you know, right. I, 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 don't, well, I don't recommend having relationships with people in transition, usually, you know. Somebody's in a transition. Yeah, I know. Generally. But it's not always true. It's not always a problem. It, it just depends, you know just depends well it's just he really needs a very good friend because you know of his circumstances so I feel yeah. like it's it's like what I can do for him uh, just and I feel like the karma card situation is, sounds perfect I mean it, it really sounds like what's happening it's, and it's pretty he's your long he's one, he's one of your long range cards this year in your five of diamonds bridge. yes mm-hmm that's right so. So he's all over you. He's there. He's meant to be there. It's all meant to be the way it is right now. All right, Shannon. Great having you on the show. Thanks for checking in. Okay. Good talking to you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. I think I've known Shannon for like 20 years. I mean, I don't even know when we first... Uh, when I first had contact with it. It's been a while. We have time for one more. We have one more person waiting... uh, it's her name, I guess, is Ayana. Is that correct? 
Yes. Hi, Robert. Uh, my name is Ayana Rosenberg. Can you hear okay. me okay? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Well, first of all, this is my first time I've been following you. A friend introduced me about 15 years ago, and I immediately bought your books because the fact the way that you use your system with astrology, tarot, and um, your birthday was just fascinating, and I've loved the work, and, and, um, and so I'm grateful to have this show. I'm a little new at it, but I do follow um, through the books, your books, and so I uh-huh. did get onto the show a little bit late because I was working. So um, uh, I'm not quite sure the question that we're supposed to ask. So if you wouldn't well, mind. Well, you can ask you can ask a personal question, or you can ask a question about what you're studying, or whatever you want. If you want a personal question, tell me what your birthday is with the year. Okay, I'll go for personal and at six ten sixty seven. Okay. So what can I talk to you about? Well, I'll just in a short summary. Um, I'm a single mom, and the past it's it's been a journey, a very um, experiential journey, at, at you know just to say the least. This year, I feel like has been a fantastic turnaround. Um, I've definitely uh, figured some things out, and really aligning myself to universal principles has really assisted my life in really positive ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess some of my two biggest questions are in the arena of my my vocation or career, and um, I really just kind of put relationships on the back burner because I feel like my relationships have always been difficult or challenging. It just um, and so insight around that would be fantastic. Okay, so yeah. I have I, I have a couple things to tell you that you may not be aware of. Okay. Okay. So first of all. You're 52 years old. Yes. 52 is called the critical year in my book. If you have the cards of your destiny book, there's a whole chapter about it. Okay. I mean, a whole section about it in chapter 8 of the book. Okay. Okay. You should read that. But it's, it's, first of all, it's a blessed year. So anybody who's 52 years old, they get some wishes fulfilled that year. And things that might have been difficult most of their life come to them quite easily. It's, it's an opportunity year that this could be the year where you set the stage for the rest of your life, basically. Oh, my. Okay. If I had talked to you a couple of years earlier, I would have prepared you. I would have had you be more ready for this, you know. Yeah. But you're only in the third period of the year, so you really still have a long time left in this year for things to happen. Okay. And I can see why you've had a lot of success, and there's going to be more success. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the, the big message of the age 52 year is how good can you allow your life to be oh my God. Before, okay. you put the, before you put the brakes on? You know, everybody, okay. puts their, everybody says, oh, that they'd say, oh, I want this, I want that. But when it comes right down to it, they stop themselves. They become their own limit, limiting factor. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's about opening up to the abundance of the universe and letting okay. it all come in. Okay. And you've got some fantastic cards for a career, not in your seven of diamonds spread, but in your five of spades spread, where you have, there's displacing the queen of hearts, and you've been in the crown line for three periods, and 
you still have this period. You have the king of spades right now for the next uh, month and a half. That's the most powerful card in the deck. Like, whatever you want to accomplish, you can accomplish it. Well, I guess that, I mean, how do I really utilize, because I do read these cards, and sometimes I wonder, how do I really, is it just by setting my intentions and meditating? How do I really best use these energies, because I read Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. I had the King of Spades one year in the Uranus okay. period, and I really wanted a new computer, but we really couldn't afford it. So I was talking to my wife. I said, I really want a new computer. She said, well, if you can raise the extra money to buy the computer, you can have get one. I said, okay. In two weeks, I had the money. <laughs> okay. You know, I just set my mind to it. Okay. You know, I was really clear about what I wanted. I wouldn't accept no for an answer, and I got it. Okay, so getting <laughs> clear on what I want. Well, if you don't know what you want, yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to know what you want. Yeah. Okay. You've got to, like, get as clear as you can. Um, I mean, you're a relationship card. Uh, it's not always easy for there's always some kind of thing challenge for seven of diamonds in the area of relationships uh, and you're a five of spades also which has a little bit of a instability to it yes. which kind of goes against relationships to a certain extent you know what I'm saying yeah. So you have that working for you a, there's no shoulds here though you can have whatever you like your life can be however you like it you know what I mean yeah you don't have to be married. You don't have to do anything anybody tells you. So just have it your way. Just be clear about what you want. Just be clear about what your way is. Like, what? how do you want it to look? Okay. See, that's all. When you that's say the five, can I answer your ahead. question about the five? Of yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Because I do realize the, um, and I just for lack of a better way to say it, I realize I experience, I don't know, conflict or or um, just, um, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just relationships, you know, I tend to bump a bit. Like a lot of my relationships, they'll be there, they'll be great relationships, and then all of a sudden they just crumble. Like they, it's like the end. Like I, and and uh, so sometimes I kind of wonder, you know, I'd love to have a partner or get married. I'd like to have something like that. Um, but sometimes I kind of wonder, I mean, the way that my relationships have well, been. You know, what, what relationships do for us more than anything else is it, they, they present an opportunity for us to look at ourselves more clearly. Mm -hmm. okay. Like our partners, what happens in our relationship and our partners is a mirror to us if we can see it. Okay. But, you know, we get so focused sometimes on the partner that we, it's hard for us to see it. Like, cause it's, and it's also most of what we do and most of the choices we make in life are unconscious. Mm -hmm. So this entire system is a spiritual system, really. It's meant to bring more consciousness into our life. Mm -hmm. So look at your relationship as a mirror. Look at the card that they are. Read about their card. Say, how does that person... A reflection of me. Mm -hmm. Why did I attract? Why was I attracted to this kind of person? You know, if you're attracted to a person that all of a sudden bolts suddenly, for example, you're a bolter. <laughs> you understand? But you yeah. just don't see it. Mm -hmm. 
So every relationship is a mirror to us, and until we can look at it that way, we can't even start learning what there is to learn until we start to really see that they're just a mirror of us. Absolutely. You know? So look at their cards. The cards are really helpful in this regard. You can look at their cards and read what it says about their relationships and stuff, their birth card and their ruling card, and you'll learn a lot about yourself because if you're attracted to them, uh -huh. There's a reason for that. It's not not random at all. Okay. You know, like I've had people that were fives, you know, they're constantly falling in love with somebody who lives 3,000 miles away. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, why would they do that? They don't know. They can't figure it out. Why do I do that? Mm-hmm. Why am I not in married? Why am I not attracted to the guy next door to me? <laughs> Well, so do our cards re reveal to us these kind of patterns? I mean, I mean, absolutely, absolutely, it does. It, it absolutely reveals it. Okay. You know, you know, fives are all about freedom. If anybody is going to take your freedom away, you're going to run away. Mostly, most fives just take off. Right. If they see if they see their freedom being threatened. Okay. Not all. I mean, you're 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 not all five. You, the seven of diamonds part of you is very marriageable. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a, a lost case or anything. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've just had to get really clear on who I am so that the person that I attract, it's really been about me, you know, just the, of course, loving myself and, but really understanding who I am. So when I'm in the face of that mirror, that other person, I don't lose myself in them and that I am clear about who I am and what I'm. Yeah, uh, sure. Attracted. Yeah. But you know, if you're attracted to them, they are somehow showing you who you are. Yeah. So pay attention, okay. pay attention to who you're attracted to because that is the mystery. That's where the, the secrets are revealed. Is in yep. what kind of what kind of person are you most interested in? Like you just well, can't wait to I, get together with them or whatever. Right, and I've done so much work on myself because the kind of people that I was attracting before were, you know, I was kind of a fixer, and so now I realize that, and so I'm really excited about a new relationship because of you know the work that I've done on myself. And ready to evolve into, well, not ready to evolve, just, you know, be in that place to grow with someone in a relationship that we can, you know, look at our stuff as we're growing and evolving, but it's not um, from a place of, you know, codependence. Or those, are, those are all really wonderful ideas, and I hope yeah. that you're able to manifest those. <laughs> but let's just see who you end up with, okay? <laughs> I know. You're so right. I mean, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful, happy ending kind of story you got going there. And I would love it if you could make that happen. Yeah. Um, in my experience, we always get the perfect person. Yeah, absolutely. And they may not look good on the outside, but it's perfect for us at the time that we attract them into our life. Yeah. So great, it's great talking to you. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, how did you say your name again? Ayana. Ayana, great talking to you. Thanks for being on my show tonight. Thank I appreciate you, it. Okay. All right. Bye -bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye.
All right, everybody. Thank you for being here. That that uh, completes our show tonight. Um, I will be posting about the podcast soon on the page where you have the instructions in the, about the show. So look for that then uh, soon, in the next day or so, I should get that up. Have a great evening, and thank you for being here uh, tonight.